to you be all the glory, to you be all the honor. In Jesus' precious name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Today is the part three of the covenant of favor. Praise the Lord. Please, I want you to listen carefully because this is very crucial. This is very crucial. I want you to listen carefully. I want you to listen carefully. I strongly believe that the reason why many Christians are frustrated is because they don't understand the favor of the Lord. The reason why we are using the word favor instead of the word grace is because grace has been commonized. Grace, it seems the word grace has lost its potency. So people just use grace anyhow. But when you say favor, something else rings in their mind. There's something else going on. Hallelujah. So please listen carefully. If you don't understand favor, if you don't understand favor, your walk with God will be shallow. If you don't understand favor, you will suffer frustrations. If you don't understand favor, you will not have answers to your prayers. If you don't understand, understand favor, you will live a holy life but nothing to show forth. And all you will be doing is waiting to die and go to heaven. Amen? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You see, it is by faith. They just shall live by his faith. And the faith that you are to live is living in the favor of God. Living in the favor of God. The just shall live by his faith. The faith that the just must live is living what? The favor of God. Living the favor of God. Living the favor of God. I cannot overemphasize the importance of this subject. This topic called favor. With that, with that understanding God's favor, Christianity will be nothing but frustrations. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Go with me to Isaiah 61. We touched on it a little bit last week. We are continuing from there. Isaiah 61. Like we said, it is good to be skillful. It is good to have a talent. It is good to have a certificate. But it is better when you carry God's favor. Hallelujah. It is better when you do what? When you carry God's favor. Isaiah 61. He said, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted and to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. Verse 2. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. To proclaim what? The acceptable year of the Lord. We are in the acceptable year of the Lord. If you go to Luke chapter 4, verse 18, Jesus quoted verse 1 and 2. In fact, the verse 2, Jesus do not continue to where he says, and the day of vengeance of our God. He did not continue to that place. He stopped at 
the acceptable year of the Lord. That's where he stopped. That is where he stopped. So in this dispensation, it's a dispensation of mercy, a dispensation of God's kindness, a dispensation of God's goodness, a dispensation of God's love. It's a dispensation where God is overlooking the fault of men, but rather extending his goodness to them so that they will come to the saving knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. That is why it is called the year of the Lord's favor. Hallelujah. The year of what? The Lord's favor. The year of the Lord's favor is the dispensation where we are right now, where God has suspended judgment for men to be drawn into his kingdom, for men and women to come to the saving knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ before the day of vengeance will strike. Hallelujah. That's what we are told in Romans chapter 2. He said, don't you know that it is the goodness of God that leads men to repentance? Hallelujah. The day of the Lord is the day of forgiveness. The day of the Lord is the day of mercy. The day of the Lord is the day that God pardons the sins and iniquities of men and women. But a time is coming that door will be shut where men will be judged according to their faith. Whether they accepted Jesus, whether they made Jesus their Lord and Savior, or they walk and practice iniquity. Praise the Lord. Alright. In Leviticus, let's go to, if I'm not mistaken, we can check Leviticus 25. Thank you, Jesus. Now, it will interest you to know that when the children of Israel came out of Egypt, God spoke to them about some years. If you study carefully, you will notice that every seventh year, in the Jewish calendar, they were to do certain things. They were to release the land. The land was supposed to rest. They will find the land six years. The seventh year, the land will rest. Another seventh year, the land will rest. The seventh year, they will release slaves that were bought. If a slave was born at the end of seven years, he was free to go. If somebody owes, if you owe somebody money at the end of seven years, you were supposed to cancel the person's debt. It is called the year of release, the year of the law's release. It is found in Leviticus 25. Take time and study the whole of Leviticus 25. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Because of time, I will not be able to go through it, but I will summarize it, tell you what is in there, and you can go back and read it. It will help you a lot. Now, 
There's a particular year in the Jewish calendar called the year of Jubilee. It's called the year of what? Jubilee. That is 50 years. 50 years. The release of everything in the seventh year was going to happen in the year of Jubilee. So according to what God told them in Leviticus 25, if you sold a land to somebody and the year of Jubilee is closer, for example, the person bought the land and the year of Jubilee is now three years to the year of Jubilee, you cannot reset that land at the full price, no. Because it's close to the year of release. It's close to the year of what? Release. Let, let me see if, if I can pick one or two examples there. I, I, I'm bringing you to something. Amen? All right. Um, Numbers 25, verse 23 going. He said, the land shall not be so forever, for the land is mine, for ye are strangers and sojourners with me. He said, the land is who? The land belongs to God. And in all the land of your possession, ye shall grant a redemption for the land. <clears throat> if thy brother be waxing poor, and has sold away some of his possession, and if any of his king come to redeem it, then shall he redeem that which his brother sold. And if the man has none to redeem it, and he himself be able to redeem it. Let him count the years of the sale of it and restore the overplus unto the man to whom he sold it, that he may return unto his possession. Praise the Lord. Let me. Okay, let's continue reading. Verse 28. But if he be not able to restore it, it to him, then that which is so shall remain in the hand of him that has brought it unto the year of Jubilee. Unto the year of what? Jubilee. That's 50 years. And in the Jubilee, it shall go out and he shall restore unto his possession. You see, the year of Jubilee was the year of release. Enesley was permitted to go free. Enesley was permitted to leave. The land was to be rested. A land that was sold was to be returned back to the rightful owner. <laughs> Amen. The land that, that was so was to return back to what? To its rightful owner after 50 years. You don't own the land again. But if the owner want to buy the land back to you, there was an agreement that the owner can buy the land back to you from you. But if it is closer to the year of Jubilee, he will pay less. If it is closer to the year of Jubilee, he will do what? He will pay less. Why? Because it is the year of the Lord's release. Or the year of the Lord's favor. Hallelujah. Jubilee is the law of the year of what? The Lord's favor. Jubilee is the year of the Lord's favor. Where even the land is released back to its rightful owner. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In fact, because of time, and you know, maybe I have to study more Hebrew to do more connections. But I'm bringing you to something, and I want you to pay attention. 
So among the Jewish people, every seven years, they must cancel debt. If your neighbor owes you money, at the end of seven years, if they are not able to pay, you have to let them go. You have to release that debt. It's canceled. The year of Jubilee, you cannot, nobody, nobody can come and say you owe them money. You owe them this. No. You are forgiven of every debt. If you are a slave, you are allowed to go free. Uh, if, if, if you sold your land to a rich person, that year they will release that land back to you. The land comes back to you. You become the rightful owner. Meaning that during the year of Jubilee, everything is released and restored back to its rightful owner in the Jewish tradition. The year of the Lord release. Hallelujah. So in Isaiah 61, Jesus prophetically spoke. He spoke about anointing. He spoke about healing the sick. He spoke about setting the captives free. Then he now said, and the year of the Lord release, meaning the Lord's favor. A dispensation where death were cancelled. Your death cannot be charged to your account again. I now, I now know why the writer of Hebrews says, and Jeremiah said, this new covenant, he will remember your sins no more. Why? Because it will happen in the year of the Lord release. The Lord cannot hold anything against you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you getting the picture? The year of Jubilee, death were cancelled, lands were restored, houses were restored back to his rightful owner. Vineyards were restored back to his rightful owner. You couldn't hold it again. Because the year of Jubilee, you have to release it back to the rightful owner. Hallelujah. Now, who is the rightful owner of this earth? Who is the rightful owner of creation? Jesus Christ. Now, do you remember the scripture called the devil the God of this world? Do you remember in John chapter 12, Jesus said, now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the prince of this world be judged. Do you remember those statements? That is, he came to reclaim everything back. That is why last week's message is so important. I told you that he is feeling all in all. He has reconciled everything to himself. He has reconciled time and seasons to himself. He has reconciled the land to himself. The earth to himself. The words to come to himself. Dispensations to come to himself. Hallelujah. That is why the scripture, the scripture says in Matthew 25, that Jesus said, blessed are you. He said, go and possess the kingdom of your father. Prepared for you before the foundation of the earth. Or the world. Hallelujah. So the year of the Lord released is the year of God's favor where all your debts were cancelled. And anything that you sold to anybody was released back to you. The year of Jubilee. It was the year of God's release. And Jesus spoke about this year. 
Jesus lacking. He said, this is a greater release than the year of Jubilee. That's why I said, take time and read Leviticus 25 carefully to see. <clears throat> Look at this. In that year, the year of <clears throat> release, whether the seventh year, the fourteenth year, it is seven seven year. But the fiftieth year, the fourteenth year, the sixth year, the thirteenth year, according to what God told them, He said He will give them a harvest. They were not supposed to farm on that land on the seventh year, but on the sixth year He will give them a harvest that it will take three years. Even after three years, they will still be enjoying that harvest. Hallelujah. They will still be enjoying that harvest because of what? The Lord's favor. Because of the Lord's favor. Because of the Lord's favor. Meaning that in the Lord's favor, in the year of God's favor, in the year of God's favor, in the year of God's favor, one dose of blessing can take you a lifetime. That is why he said, in his favor, is life. His favor is for a lifetime. When, when, when you come to a point, eh, when you come to a point where you are in sync with God's favor, one touch of his favor is a lifetime. It's a lifetime. Praise the Lord. Alright. So now let, let me show you. Let's go and see in the New Testament this year of release. This year of God's favor. And that is why I'm saying that any Christian who doesn't understand God's favor, I don't care. Look, forget about prayer and fasting if you, if you don't want to sit down and meditate on God's favor. Because it will do you no good to pray and fast and you are going up and down, not aware, not conscious of God's favor. You will just be as frustrated as an unbeliever. That's the truth. You will be as frustrated as an unbeliever. It, it is a waste of time to engage in prayer and fasting without being conscious of God's favor. So in the Jewish tradition, they are conscious of the year of the Lord release. They are conscious of Jubilee because they know when that year comes, everything that belongs to you that you sold to your neighbor because you were lacking money or you wanted something, it is restored back to you. You get it back. You get it back. He can't resell it to you. It's free. He has to release it to you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Alright, let me show you something here. Go to Isaiah 49. Isaiah 49. Isaiah 49, verse 7 and 8. Isaiah 49, 7 and 8. Thank you, Jesus. Thus says the Lord, the Redeemer of Israel and His Holy One, to whom, to Him whom man despised, to Him whom the nations abhorred. To a servant of rulers, kings shall see and arise. Princes shall also worship because of the Lord that is faithful. And the Holy One of Israel 
and he shall choose thee. Verse 8. God fears the Lord in an acceptable time. I have heard thee in a day of salvation. You see, remember I asked you yesterday, uh, last week, why didn't the scripture say years? I said, if we were writing Isaiah 61 verse 2, we would say years. The years of God, the acceptable years of God. But say the acceptable year. Because a year with God can be a thousand years with us. Can be one billion years with us. Here, notice the writing here. It says, and in a day of salvation, I have helped thee. And I will preserve thee and give thee for a covenant of the people to establish the earth. To cause to inherit the desolate heritage. Did you see that? He said, In an acceptable time, I have heard thee. In the day of salvation, I have heard thee. This is another scripture talking about the year of God's favor, talking about this dispensation. Talking about this dispensation. He said, in an acceptable time. Remember Ecclesiastes 9-11. Times and season happen to what? To them all. Being at the right place at the right time. In an acceptable time. So favor is being conscious of God's timing. Favor is walking in God's time. Hallelujah. Alright. Listen carefully. That says the Lord, in an acceptable time, I have heard thee. In the day of salvation, I have helped thee. I will present thee. I will give thee for a covenant of the people to establish thee and to cause thee to inherit the desolate heritages. Places that were abandoned. Places that nobody could think of any good thing coming out. He said, I will cause you. Why will God cause you to inherit places that were desolate? Because it is the year of the Lord's favor. The land belongs to him. Are you getting it? So the desolate places, when God causes you to inherit it, all the blessings that men could not see, they start manifesting. Hallelujah. A man of God saw a land that the lawyer even his lawyer even argued with him. Don't buy that land; it's good for nothing. He said, "But God told me to buy it." When they bought it, they discovered that there was oil in it. A desolate what heritage? <laughs> Hallelujah! All right, now go to Second Corinthians chapter six. Second Corinthians chapter six. And then we will stay in the new covenant a little bit and expand on this. Second Corinthians chapter 6. I'm going to read verse 1 and 2. Second Corinthians chapter 6, verse 1 and 2. He says, We then as workers together with him. 
we are working together with you with Christ Jesus. Beseech you also that ye receive not the grace of God in vain. Now, look at this. He said, you being a worker together with Christ Jesus. He said, we beseech you. He said, we are begging you. Do not receive the favor of God in vain. So, meaning that as a believer, favor must show. There must be, look, favor must show in your life. If not, you are not yet serving God. If not, you have not yet sur surrendered to God. Favor must show. He said, we beseech you. Do not receive God's favor in vain. Now, why, why is he saying this? Look at the next verse. For he says, he what? He says, quoting Isaiah 49 verse 8. For he says, I have heard thee in a time acceptable. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Say that God has heard me. In his acceptable time, God has heard me. In his acceptable time, hallelujah. That is why you have to be favor minded, you have to be conscious of favor. Thank you, Jesus. He said, Do not receive the favor of God in vain. Why? Because we are in the day of favor. Do not receive the favor of God in vain because we are in the day of favor. To God is a day. To us is yes. It's a dispensation. Hallelujah. But these last days, we will show unbelievers purpose. We are, we are not going to rely on our skills. Even though skills are necessary. We will learn a lot. We will educate ourselves a lot. But by God's favor, we will aslack them. By God's favor, we will have control over the economy. By God's favor, we will have the control over the scientific world. By God's favor, we will have control in the sporting industry. But please, don't, don't mind all these people who are talking nonsense. Very soon, they will realize that there are men and women in the blood of Christ. With what is called favor. They cannot determine any other thing. They can only conclude that it is the favor of God working for you. In an acceptable time. He said, For he says, I have heard it in a time accepted. And in the day of salvation, I have helped thee. He said, Behold, now is the acceptable time. Did you see that? Paul is not saying, he said, look, now is the accepted time. Now, when Jesus came, he quoted that scripture as I sister one, and he said, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. Luke chapter 4 verse 18. Paul is saying, he said, now is that time. Now is that time. Meaning that this is the time of favor. We are in God's favor. We are in God's favor. We are in God's favor. Judgment has been suspended until further notice. Judgment has been suspended. So Christians who are not favor-minded, but judgment-minded, they will suffer poverty. They will suffer what? 
they will suffer poverty. In fact, let, let me show you something. It will shock you. Do you know that the cure for sin is God's favor? Do you know that? God's favor is the cure for sin. According to Romans 5 17, if you read it from the international version, it said, By the gift of God's grace. It said, By God's grace and the gift of righteousness, you, have, you will reign over sin and death. You can check it in New Living Translation. You can check it in New Living Translation. So it is God's favor that enables you to conquer sin and death. It is that same God's favor that enables you to enjoy the good life. Jesus said, I have come that you have life and have it more abundantly. Hallelujah. Have it more abundantly. Have it more abundantly. So when the scripture says they just shall live by his faith, they just is going to live in God's favor. They just is going to walk in God's favor. That is what it means to live by faith. Living in God's favor. Remember I told you that in this material world we have time. So when you say things, it takes time to manifest. In the realm of the spirit there's no time. No matter. So when you speak, things happen. Is that not it? <laughs> so now they just have to live by faith and speak God's word to see things happen. Hallelujah. Favor is this new dispensation we are in. And every single day, a believer must experience continuous flow of God's favor. I, I, I will say this to you. If you truly want God to be pleased with you, you have to supercharge your brains or your mind with his favor. Let, let me repeat this. If you truly want God to be pleased with you, you have to supercharge your conscience with his favor. You have to saturate yourself with his favor. That is how God will be pleased with you. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 11. He that comes to God must what? Must believe that he is what? A rewarder. That has to do with his favor. Is that not it? A rewarder of those who diligently seek him. A rewarder. Thank you, Jesus. The higher, look, whatever please, what pleases God most is you being conscious of his favor. I'm telling the truth. What pleases God most is you being conscious of his favor. Unfortunately, so many are conscious of lack. They are conscious of poverty. They are conscious of nobody is there to help me. I don't have this. The economy is hard. This is hard. They are conscious of negative things. They are not conscious of God. So God has been shut out of their lives. And they are using holiness to harass God. He said, Lord, you know, I'm living a holy life. Holy life, listen, holiness without favor is frustration in disguise. The just shall live by his faith. Hallelujah. Listen carefully. Holiness without favor is, is, is frustrations.
We are in the year of God's release. We were told, men were told to release lands to their rightful owners, houses to their rightful owners. If somebody owes you money, the year of Jubilee, you have to release that debt. You can't hold on to it. How much more God? The year of God's favor. There's no longer barrier between you and God. Nothing is standing between you and the blessings of God. Men in this kingdom don't know how to receive. Our dispensation is a dispensation where men don't know. That's why a lot of men of God are stealing, they are cheating, they are lying, prophet lying, telling lies in the name of prophecies. Because they don't know how to receive. They don't know how to walk in God's favor. We are in the share of his favor. If men are to release in the year of Jubilee, what, how much more the year of God's favor? How much more? The, any Christian will suffer shame if he refuses to walk in God's favor. I'm telling the truth. I, I, look, don't, don't be under the cover of holiness. Don't be under the cover of righteousness. These are two different things. It is his favor that guarantees your holiness. It is his favor that guarantees your righteousness. And that holiness and righteousness, it is his. He gave it to you. So you don't have the capacity to sin, not on your own. Nobody has the capacity to withstand sin outside God's favor. But when it comes to what to eat and what to drink, believers are not smart. We are not smart in that area. Hallelujah. God's favor is now. God's time is now. This is the accepted time. The accepted time is now. It's now. Look at the way Paul put it again. Look at the way he put it. For he says, I have heard thee. He said, he has what? He has heard your prayers. When? Now. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you go back and look at our teachings on the new covenant prayers, you understand this. For he has said, I have heard thee in a time accepted. In a time accepted. And in the day of salvation, I have heard thee. Behold, meaning look, now is the accepted time. Now is the accepted time. So you are in the right time with God. And if you are in the right time with God, you are in the right place with God. Hallelujah. If you are in the right time with God, you are well, you are in the right place with God. If you are in the right time with God, you are in the right, you can't be in the right time with God and be in the wrong place. According to Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11, according to New Living Translation, it says success is determined by what? Being at the right place at the right time. Now we are told that this is the accepted time. This is the right time. And Paul the Apostle even said it by the Holy Ghost. He said, Look, look, this is the right time. This is the right time. This is the right time. This is the right time for you. No more disfavor. Amen. 
No more disappointments. No more setbacks. No more curses. No more jokes. No more sicknesses. No more diseases. You are in God's time. You are in God's time. He makes all things beautiful in his own time. This is God's time. This is God's time. That was the reason why Jesus came to restore time unto you. That was the reason why I came. That's why Ephesians chapter 1, we are told that redeeming the time for the days are what? Evil. He came to set a time for you to enjoy his favor. This is the acceptable time. Remember we started by saying that time must be at your command. Is that not it? Time must be at your command. And the Lord is saying, look, this is the time. This is the time. Hallelujah. Say me, it is my time to shine. It is my time to, to enjoy abundance. It is my time to enjoy riches. The true riches in Christ Jesus. It is my time to be blessed beyond measure. Hallelujah. It is my time to succeed. I am in God's time. I am in the right place at the right time. I am in the right place and in the right time because I am in the time of God. I am in the time of God. Man, this is this is this is something I want you to to to, to take hold of it and run with it. One of the common phrase we hear these days, I don't have time, I'm busy. I don't have time, I'm busy. And boy, you need to know what they are busy with. <laughs> no returns for whatever time they are investing in. No returns. This is the set time. This is the time. And he said, look. Look. He said, Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. So a believer who doesn't understand these things, time will work against him. And he will still be crying God. He will still be shouting, The Lord is good. The Lord is this. And nothing is happening because they don't understand time. They don't understand God's favor. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Are you blessed this morning? <laughs> so, the year of Jubilee is a picture of the year of the Lord's favor. The year of Jubilee is what? It's a picture of the Lord's favor where things were restored back to the rightful order. So now we are in the lost time. We are in the lost year. We are in the lost favor. So everything the devil stole from you will be restored to you. So restoration in the kingdom of God is a function of your understanding of God's favor. Your understanding of God's timing. That you are in God's time. You are in the right place. Things must be restored back to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is your season of restoration in Jesus' name. As it is your season of restoration in Jesus' name. It is your season of restoration in Jesus' name. You are restored in Jesus' name. Amen. You are restored financially in Jesus' name. Amen. You are restored marital in Jesus' name. Amen. 
You are restored in your academics in Jesus' name. You are restored in your health in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. It is your day of restoration. The year of Jubilee is a picture of the year of the Lord's favor. The year of Jubilee is a what? Is a picture of the year of the Lord's favor. Where everything is restored back to the rightful owner. Whatever the devil stole from you. Is restored back to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. It is restored back to you in Jesus' name. Amen. It is restored back to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Because this is the right time. This is the accepted time for your restoration. Hallelujah. Amen. We are told in the book of Proverbs that good understanding secures favor. I think Proverbs chapter 13, verse something. Good understanding secures what? Favor. In the kingdom of God, when you possess understanding, when you possess understanding of the new covenant, favor becomes your daily experience. Favor becomes what? Your daily experience. When you possess understanding of God's favor. Praise the Lord. Let's go to Psalms 102, I believe. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 13. Psalms 102, verse 12 and 13. But thou, O Lord, shalt endure forever, and thy remembrance unto all generations. Thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion, that is the church. For the time to favor her, yea, the set time is now. Hallelujah. Say me, the set time is now. The set time is now. My time of favor is now. My time of favor is now. Say like my time of favor is now. My time of favor is now. Every curse must live my life now. Must leave my life now. I step into God's favor by faith right now. I step into the Lord's favor in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. By God's favor, I am free from curses. I am free from diseases. I am free from every form of hardship in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. This was a prophetic word to the church. Do you know that favor is always attached to time? Thou shall arise. You know, you know those days when I became born again, this was one of my major prayer points. This was, and I didn't understand it all. I was praying, but no understanding. Thou shall arise and have mercy on Zion. Father, the time to favor me is now. The time to, there was no understanding. Understand is power. Understand is what? Power. power. A man of understanding is more powerful than a man with guns and all kinds of ammunition. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In fact, my Christianity 
took a new time when I understood the word grace. When I understood the word what? Grace. It took a new time. He said, Thou shalt arise and have mercy on Zion. He said, I told you the time of God is the time of mercy, no judgment. The time of God is a time of forgiveness. Your sins and your iniquities, I will remember no more. It is favor time. Hallelujah. It is favor time. It is favor time. So why is the church mindful of sin? Why is the church so sin conscious? Why? That is a doctrine from the pit of hell to keep the church poor. But the thing, the more they talk about sin, the more the people will live righteous life. It's a lie. The more you talk about sin, the more the people will sin. Are you hearing me? The more you tell them they are holy, they are righteous, they are pure, the more they will live a holy life. Why didn't Jesus condemn the woman that everybody, I think Luke 13 or so, the whole village knew that she's a sinner. Why didn't Jesus say, you sinner, get out here? Jesus said, because she loved much. And since now I'm in I've forgiven her. What about the prodigal son? Did the father remind him of his sins? What about the woman caught in adultery? Is it the Pharisees of our days, they are the ones sinning. <laughs> we'll call them today. The Pharisees of our days, they are the ones sinning. You can't be conscious of God's favor and conscious of sin at the same time. The two don't agree. Favor must conquer sin. Favor must conquer what? Sin. Favor must conquer sin. According to Romans chapter 5, verse 17. Favor must conquer sin. Hallelujah. Thou shalt rise and have mercy on Zion. Mercy came. Forgiveness of sin came. The doors are open for any man that wants to receive Jesus as the Lord and Savior. The doors are open. Jesus didn't mention the day of vengeance because that is coming. When the time of favor ends, then judgment will begin. But unto them, no judgment. It is favor. For anyone who is willing, anyone that wants to receive it, is favor. Is favor, is season of favor. Yet believers are still under the control of curses. And you are wondering where did they get it from? They are still under the control of the morning. The demons, demonic agents are still controlling their time. When the scripture says the set time is now. He said, look, look. The set time is now. This is your time of favor. Yet so many are blind. They are going around looking for who tell them. I see that you are blessed. I see that blessed. You are wasting your time listening, hearing those nonsense. You are waiting. If you don't know you are blessed, no amount of anybody. The, it doesn't matter the name he carries. He can tell you you are blessed. You will still go back home and no blessing will come. 
You have to experience the looking yourself. It's a look. That looking has to do with understanding. You see with your understanding, not with your physical eyes. It's a look. This is the acceptable time. That shall rise. Have mercy on Zion. The set time to favor her. The set time is now. The time is now. Time is now. Time is no longer against you. Seasons are no longer against you. Time is no longer against you. Seasons are no longer. Geography is no longer against you. Locations are no longer against you. If God says go there, no matter how the places, you will prosper. Because it is God's time. It is God's season. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thou shall rise and have mercy upon Zion. For the time to favor her, shame. The set time is come. Or the set time is now. Now is the set time. Now is the time of God. Now is the time of God's favor. It is the time of God's release. Or that's, he said, God's release, he has to forgive you your sins. You were a slave to sin. You forgive. You remember the year of Jubilee? If you bought a slave, you have to let that slave go. The year of Jubilee. All your servants, they will go. They were free to walk away. They were free men. They were no longer slaves. They were no longer slaves. So the year of God's jubilee, the year of God's release, the year of God's favor, anybody that wishes can be free from sin, can be free from the control of the devil, can be forgiven, can be set free, can receive God's message, can receive God's favor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you know why Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, come boldly to the throne of grace? The throne of what? Favor. Because that, that is the season. That throne is opened now because it is the time of God's favor. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. What the Lord has freed you from, don't go and tangle yourself with it again. He has freed you from sin. So don't be conscious of it. Be conscious of his favor. Be conscious, conscious of his favor. Be conscious of his favor. I'm telling you, make make God's favor your greatest asset naturally. Make no matter what you want to do, haven't put all the logistics, haven't put all the plans, haven't put all the money, all the foundations, all the drawings, all gathered all the expertise. Make God's favor your final resource. <laughs> May God's favor your final what? Resource. Count on God's favor more than any other thing. It makes all the difference. It makes all the difference. Because we are in the season of favor. We are in the time of favor. So any man that says they are not enjoying favor, they are not experiencing favor, nothing is happening. When they go to places, they will sack them, they will dismiss them. They are not conscious of God's favor. They don't have understanding. It's a lack of knowledge. My people perish. Because of the obedience of Christ, we have received this favor from God. And 
And first John says that because of him, he said, of his fullness, we have received favor upon favor. Of his fullness, we have received favor upon favor. Jesus is overflowing with favor. Thank you, Jesus. Let's, let's run up with this scriptures in the book of Psalms. Psalms 30, verse 5. Thank you, Jesus. Psalms 30, verse 5. It says, For his anger endures but a moment. Did you see that? <laughs> In his favor is life. The anger of God endures for a moment. But in his favor is what? Life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Meaning that God's favor is what terminates every form of weeping. Secret tears, secret weeping, whatever it is, curses, generational ones, demonic ones, the ones you brought upon yourself. God's favor is the cure. God's favor is what? Is the cure. God's favor is the cure. God's favor is the cure. For his anger and jealous but a movement. In his favor is life. His favor is a lifetime. And what stop weeping is his favor. What stop the shame is his favor. Psalms chapter 5, verse 12. Psalms 5, 12. For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous. Amen? Yes. Thou will do what? Will bless the righteous. How? How is God going to bless the righteous? <laughs> Let's answer that question before we leave. Our time is almost up. How will God bless the righteous? Answer me. Let's read it together. Amen? Psalms chapter 5. Let's read it together. Please make sure you are looking into it. Let's read it together. Psalms 5 verse 12. 1, 2, let's go. For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous. With favor will thou compass him as with a shield. So God blesses the righteous with what? With his favor. God blesses with his favor. God doesn't bless with dollars falling on you. <laughs> Amen. He blesses you with favor and that favor becomes dollars. Thou will bless the righteous. How? With favor. With favor. So a believer who is not conscious of God's favor, a believer who doesn't know how to receive God's favor, is not blessed. The only way God blesses the righteous is by releasing favor. And this is a time of favor. Thou will bless the righteous with Favor that will compass him with favor. Please, I beg you in the name of Jesus Christ. Put this word, this message to work. If you don't want to be frustrated in your Christian journey, begin to meditate on God's favor more than any other thing. Just meditate on his love, meditate on his favor more. 
it will make all the difference. It will make all the difference. Because wherever you find yourself, his favor is surrounding you. And that favor attracts material blessings. That's why the psalmist said, I was young and now I am old. I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor deceived begging bread. Why? Because of favor. Because of favor. Because of favor. Without favor, no blessings. <laughs> if God is going to bless you, you open your eyes to his favor. If God is going to bless you, he will open your eyes to favor. Now listen, this is the season of favor. Walk in it. Walk in it. Walk in it. I will not forget, there were about three points or so. The Lord Jesus appeared to the girl, spoke to him about, about three and a half hours. And he mentioned one of He said one of the reasons why believers are not blessed. He said because they don't know what belongs to them. They don't know what belongs to them. God is not angry with you. You have access to his favor. You have access to what? To his favor. That is why he even invited you to come boldly to the throne of favor. You will receive whatever you want in terms of need to help. In terms of help. We have commonized the word grace. That's what we are using favor today. Leave this place. Supercharge your mind. Supercharge your conscience. Force your conscience to think favor. Force your conscience to think favor to the point that your subconscious will pick it up. They call it daydreaming. It's not daydreaming. It's favor. It's what? It's favor. Be conscious of that. The prodigal son saw all that was going. Immediately he came to himself. He said, ah, I know what to do. I will go to my father's house. And there he found favor. Our inability to manifest God's favor is the reason why unbelievers are not attracted to Christianity. Because Christians are suffering, most Christians are suffering like unbelievers. Because unbelievers are doing quite well, naturally. The only thing is that they can go to hell. But naturally, they are more comfortable. And yet believers who are serving God, and we go, when we talk about God, will bless you. When you come to God, when you give your, your life to Christ, Christ will bless you. Jesus will bless you. We should stop saying that until we start walking in favor. Because it will look like you are lying. Hallelujah. Favor is what God blesses the righteous with. So when you are praying for blessings, as you are praying, Lord, I want this, I want that, I want that. And God said, boy, just meditate on my favor. Be conscious of my favor. Be conscious of my favor. Be conscious of my favor. Hallelujah. May the Holy Ghost grant you the grace to be conscious of God's favor. From today, don't rely on anything more than God's favor. Don't rely on anything more than God's favor. 
You are going for an interview, God's favor. You are looking for a new job, God's favor. You want to be married, God's favor. Then God will bring the right person to you. You want to go to school, God's favor. Whatever you do, be favor-minded. Be favor-minded. Be favor-minded. It makes all the difference. Of his fullness, we have received grace for grace, which is also translated favor upon favor. Of his fullness, we have received it. He has redeemed time to himself to favor you. The time that was stolen from the devil, the, the devil stole, he redeemed that time. He said, this is the acceptable time. He said, behold, this is the acceptable time. If I say matter of fact, let me read it before I close my Bible. Second Corinthians chapter 6. Take time and meditate it again. Verse 2. For he says, I have heard thee in a time accepted. In the day of salvation, I have helped thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Now is the accepted what? Time. Meaning what? The time of favor. Time and favor. Time and favor. The accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Now, do you know that there are two things there? Accepted time and the day of salvation. We have been conscious of salvation. You must give your life to Christ. You must be born again. But we are yet to become conscious of their time. Time attached to salvation. The time attached to salvation is favor. There are two things there. Accepted time and salvation. Accepted time and what? And salvation. We are conscious of salvation more than the accepted time. They are together. They are together. So salvation, you give your life to Christ. Yes, right after that, you are conscious that you are born again, but be super conscious of the time with his favor. Be super conscious of that. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord bless you. It is your season. Amen. It is your season. Amen. It is your time. In the name of Jesus Christ, lift up your voice. I begin to declare it is my time of favor. It is, it my, is my time of favor. In the name of Jesus Christ, lift up your voice and say it. Say it. It is your time. Your time of favor is now. Your time of favor is now. Your time of favor is now. Your time of favor is now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Your time of favor is now. It's now. It's now. It's 